Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week, we are having another pizza party! Woo! Yeah, it's time to uh, taste the cheese and pepperoni offerings from Randy's Bracket, which include Cam's Pizzeria, Perry's Pizza, All-Star Pizza, which is in Penfield, and Mr. Shoes, a Rochester pizza landmark, according to their own website. Uh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to slice it up again today, but... Rob, would you like to introduce our guest? We've had our first guest in probably six months. Yes, you all know him as Pat. Hey, guys. <laughs> Long time, first time. Frequent guest, almost a co-host of the show, basically, because he's been on so many times. Yep. When I said long time first time, I mean long time guest. Uh, first time with the pizza party. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> That's All accurate. checks out. Well, we're glad to have your palate here, Pat, and uh, we look forward to hearing about your pizza tree. <laughs> I love... Still, I've said it before. I love we always do our nice intros, and then, but because we're we just not professional podcasters, we just say first names. It just really kills the yep. momentum. <laughs> but Should it's kind of with, our thing. Yeah, Greg, it's Pat. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It works. So, Pat, welcome to the show. Uh, we're glad you were able to eat some pizza with us today. Um, you know, we'll start with your pizza story, I think, because you are our guest. So, you know, how are you first introduced to pizza? Uh, well, pizza was a uh, staple in the Singer household, um, so we would have pizza every Friday, and um, you know, family, friends, everybody would come over. So sometimes it would be just like a large, sometimes even if there was enough people to have a sheet, but it was pretty consistent. Uh, so we had a couple places we would order from regularly. Uh, Mark's Pizzeria, I'm not sure if that's been on the show yet, um, maybe coming up. It will be. It will be perfect. And uh, then the backup was one of the places actually that we did today, uh, Mr. Shoes. So I uh, have pretty familiar with a couple of those places. Um, and it's actually a tradition, too, that we still do now, like with my kids and stuff, where uh, it's not quite every Friday, but pretty consistently. Just I think it's more just we're too lazy to cook on Fridays. We're tired from work and whatnot. So we will order pizza. And yeah, I mean, what's not to love? Pizza's delicious. Nice. An American... Uh classic Friday pizza night, you know? As American as Pizza Friday. Yep. That's what they say. That's that the saying. So, so, Randy, this week was your bracket. Let's let's jump right into your pizza story. That's a good lead-in with Pizza Friday. That's what we used to do uh, when I grew up. So, Fridays would either be subs from Rubino's or pizza. And uh, we used to do Pizza Hut a lot, which we decided not to do in this competition. Um, we also used to go to some local places. So Pudgy's, which was going to be on today's episode, um, was a place we went, but they're closed today, so we're going to push that off. Uh, Mr. Shoes, I know we went to. These are all, like to me, old-school, classic Rochester spots. Um Cam's wasn't around back then, but we did that today, and that's actually more of my new modern pizza history. Within the past few years, I've been going to Cam's a lot. Um, and then the other one, All Star Pizza, that we're doing, I didn't know about till a few years ago, but that was actually one of my top places. Just as a kid, like I said, there's a lot of pizza places around the area, but we did stick to Pizza Hut for the most part. Nice. I think we've spoken about the Pizza Hut experience on this pod before. It's, a, it's ingrained in all of our childhood memories. It's pretty fun. That, that 
almost all the places we go to or have gone to the last two episodes are kind of takeout type places for the most part. So, you know, there's like three tables or five tables when you walk in and nobody's ever there. But uh, yeah, miss miss the dine in pizzeria, the the Pizza Hut. It was off Ridge Road. I don't know if it's still there anymore. The building is definitely still there. You can see the red roof from it. Yeah, uh, that was the one they had an arcade machine, a Neo Geo. As soon as you walked <laughs> in, so instantly you had a great experience. And then uh, you know the big red Pepsi cups and the salad bar and just getting a personal pan pizza because I was a kid all the time. There was awesome. We I, we loved it so much. We convinced our Cub Scout troop to do a behind the scenes. Like go behind and see how they do everything. I remember as a kid, I thought this is the greatest. I'm going to work here forever. Um, and, and you did. I did. I <laughs> I worked there in my mind forever. Um, saying about all that, actually, there was one other pizza place in my pizza history I forgot, which was Chuck E. Cheese's, and they had <laughs> yes. as a kid the best pizza. Also, Charles Entertainment <clears throat> Cheese. Yes. <laughs> uh, I just looked it up. There's it, according to Google, there's three Pizza Huts in Rochester still. There is. Eastridge Road, is that the one you were talking yep, about? that's the one. Dewey Ave and East Henrietta Road. And actually, I believe the East Henrietta one has since closed. And I um, also think the Dewey Ave one has since closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last one I remembered being open was the one kind of by Winton There's, over by J.B. Quimby's, which is also now closed. There is yeah. one off of Empire in Baytown Plaza, for sure. I think yeah. that one's closed. So I have... That one's closed? I have stories about two of those. <laughs> oh, so no. the Baytown one... We used to go to a lot because it was close to our high school. So, like, if we were doing, like, exams or whatever and we got out early or just, you know, for, like, summer exams, you didn't have to go for the whole time. You just show up for your test and leave. So we would always go to the uh, Pizza Hut lunch buffet after we would finish up. And, like, that was the way just we would celebrate, like, the end of the year or whatever. But I'm fairly sure that that one's closed. And then the East Henrietta one, I actually went to a few years ago with my kids uh, just to give them that experience, which I'm glad I did before it closed. (laughs) And I just that sticks out in my head because it was not necessarily Pizza Hut's fault, but one of the worst dining experiences I've ever had. Uh, mainly just because my kids were going like crazy. They were young at the time, but they also uh, were not the best behaved. So that was just like a rough outing for for myself and my family uh, going to the restaurant. Okay, updated results. I went to the actual Pizza Hut website. We've got five locations: Whew. Ridge Road, East Henrietta, Empire. Do we okay. have, and then one in Brockport as well. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, no, we didn't need to do that. No one asked. No one cares. What's What's next? I think Rand, Randy cares. <laughs> Randy I'm very excited. We'll the only person in Rochester that cares yeah. about this. Can we enter a Pizza Hut bracket into the tournament where we chased four different Pizza Hut pizzas? <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. I'd be down. This is bad enough, and it's round two. What are we doing? <laughs> well, I think before we get to these actual... Uh, pizzerias. Let's just do a quick round of the ketchup. It's been a while since we've talked about our unique lives. And Pat, are you ready for a ketchup share? Yeah, I can do a little bit of a ketchup. Uh, so I work in education right now. I'm living the high life because it's summer, baby. So Ooh-hoo. I am off. I am relaxing. And actually, I've been taking the time to uh, do a little streaming on Twitch. So streaming some video games. So uh Early plug, if anyone out there wants to check out Citizen Snips 28, check out the stream. Monday, Wednesday, Friday from about 11.30 to 2.30. It's pretty good. This is the vibe we like to put about teachers, you know? Using our summertime to go on Twitch. Yeah, to explore passions, Andy. I'm passionate about uh, video games. So Yeah, it brings you back well-rounded, ready to focus in the fall. Exactly, exactly. 
Okay. Andy? Okay, the ketchup. Uh, I recently went to Mean Girls. I'm the Rochester Broadway Theater League correspondent for the podcast. That's the Tina Fey authored movie and musical. It was really good. I'd say it was a, a very good, above average, top half career musicals I've seen. Uh, and some of the performers in the touring cast were really good. Some strong voices, and that was a lot of fun. A uh, little quick early plug for grandparents, because uh, my mother-in-law and her boyfriend came and watched the boys for us last minute. We didn't have anyone. Christy was just going to go alone. And they saved us, and we got to go, so that was really fun. But we didn't go out to dinner because of that, which is fine, because they were kind enough to help us out. But we did go to Fiorella recently, which it's 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 kind of an... Uh, I don't know. It's oft talked about in a questionable discussion point because I am on the side of, we talked about this back in COVID takeout amongst our group of friends, the Fiorella chicken cutlets. And we talked about it even a couple weeks ago, I think. Rob, not a fan because the lemon cream sauce. We ordered them. It's a top entree in Rochester, I think. It's so good. And then side note before Rob comments or anyone else, we also got... Cacio Pepe, uh, you know, the pasta, which is like pepper and Parmesan cheese. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And everything comes with just a mountain of Parmesan cheese on it. And we got me- the meatball app, which comes with like a thing of fresh ricotta and then like charred pizza bread. Everything was fantastic. We loved our experience there. Rob, any thoughts it's, on the cutlets? It's uh, one of the worst things I've ever eaten in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> No, it's it was an okay cutlet, but the cream sauce did make me um, almost. I was retching. I was literally retching <laughs> when I tasted just a little bit off the tip of a fork. And I like Fiorella. I've been there before. Yeah. Their food's awesome. I will go back again. I love that restaurant. I think the quality's high. For whatever reason, that made me you so. You just can't get on board with that specific. No, country, and, which I get, but it just makes me laugh because several it, people in our group of friends have said that they love it, and you're just like. Not for me. Well, it could be one of those things where I didn't know what the sauce was. And so you taste something and it's like an interesting combination and your mind just like reels. And it, it's like, this is a story from a different podcast, but they, these guys were talking about how they had like this container of fruit and they thought it was bad. And this guy took it out of the fridge and took a sniff and he like almost puked. And then somebody else like grabbed it and smelled it and he's like, it smells fine. It's not bad at all. And the guy's like, oh, okay, yeah, I just, it was just in my head. <laughs> like, so that could be what it, maybe I'll give it another shot, but probably not. Well, Rob, not to put you on the spot, but what is like your ideal cutlet? Like what would, like, what would be the 10 out of a 10 for you for a chicken cutlet? To, this is going to sound kind of arrogant, but when I made my, um, I made, <laughs> kind of, it, I made, um, for my birthday last year, I did some schnitzel, chicken schnitzel, and I thought it was fried and flavored well. I thought it was crispy and had a nice lemon juice. Like, I thought it was one of the better cutlets I've had. I don't know. So maybe like a lighter a lighter sauce, right? Like in a schnitzel, it's usually just like a lemon. 2023 sauce. Rochester Cutlet Countdown. <laughs> Put it in the books. It's happening. It was a good cutlet. Uh, I think that it wasn't... Because I think you, it relies on the sauce. Mm-hmm. And what I ended up doing was eating it without the sauce, which was boring. And so I think that 
it was probably a good cutlet, just but elevated by the sauce. Tub of Caesar dressing. You probably like this meal's incredible. Yeah, because it's like a Caesar salad with delicious fried chicken. Yeah. Anyways, moving on from Fiorello. That, <laughs> so I want to try Rob's cutlet now. Actually, you didn't try it. <laughs> I don't know. I remember, I don't think we were invited to his birthday. It was just no, him and a pile of It was in the garage. Remember? Well, I was there. Remember the garage party? Oh, it was I all the German food. I was yeah. not there. It, it was good. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. There was so much food there. I don't know if I grabbed it or not. You missed out. Okay, I have one other thing I want for my ketchup to, to, to put on the record. We had my my wife and I hosted our second annual backyard progressive party, which uh, Randy big timed us, but Rob and Pat were there. Uh, we invited about twenty people, and we grouped up in groups of three or four. You pair up and you prepare a freshly mixed cocktail. And we did a couple of rounds of drinks and just everyone brought some of their favorites. And second year in a row, it was about 80 degrees in my backyard in the shade. Every, you know, almost everybody came staring at Randy for the listeners. Uh, it, Randy Sorry. was on vacation. Yeah. Uh, so, it, and it was just so much fun. We tried a bunch of different drinks and we didn't get out of control. We just had a blast. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And so, looking forward to next summer. Already tinkering with some new recipes. It's going to be a blast. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, anytime. I would never Love miss it. something like that. Thank you, Rob. I'll Ever. be there next summer. It's in my calendar. <laughs> if you get an invitation. Oh. Or not. Crashing. <laughs> and I think you said that last summer and you didn't show up this yeah, time. So, I don't believe you at all. Wait, I was there last summer, I remember. Yes, I think you went... Because I think, actually, I believe you guys brought some delicious desserts for us. Yeah, we did all right last summer. Well, Laurel did. Randy, right. Randy did nothing. <laughs> all right, I'm going to follow that. My ketchup. Here's how I hate Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a trip. I was on a cruise. And I want to talk about the cruise food a little bit. It was Holland America. Did a little cruise to um, northern and eastern Canada. But... The food on a cruise. So, Rob, you've been on a cruise, correct? A few, uh, yeah, at Pat, least two. Never, nope, Andy, never. no. Um, it's a lot of food. Yes. I, not exaggerating, I gained seven pounds in one week because you're eating every meal because it's all included. But the best place they had was this little spot right near the pool um, during the day from like, I think it was like 12 to 5, and it was just straight up like hot dogs hamburgers but it was amazing and they had like their own kind of sauce and they had like five different options of hamburgers and hot dogs you could have they were all all beef hot dogs which were delicious for me and they had like fried onions you could put on them like pickles like hot stuff like and then they had a whole toppings bar and honestly out of all the nice restaurants on the cruise out of the buffet everything it was my favorite thing to go to i have to say so much I've never been on a cruise, but this is my exact takeaway from all-inclusive trips. Like, the food, there's so much. Mm. None of it is super outstanding. It's good and fine. I always found brunch was the best actual meal, but I would always go get something like, like for a lunch. Food, right? uh, yeah, yes. like, uh, yeah, I'll take your little steak bomber or oh, whatever you yeah. have there. And they did the fries, like, fresh, because, you know, the buffet's not, and then they throw cheese on them and i was like man if there's something like this just in rochester where all they sold was burgers hot dogs french fries and you could put whatever toppings you want on it i would no question yeah have you been to bill gray's (laughs) (laughs) no but no what i was going to say though is this so you know the nice thing about the cruise is it's all included so you just show up and grab a dogger and walk right would you pay a membership 
for unlimited hot dogs at this hypothetical restaurant? Wow, that is a great question. <laughs> the convenience is it's, what is right, so exactly. great about it, too, on a cruiser. Yes. I'd say you would charge 20 bucks, and you could have as many hot dogs as you want in a month. 20 a month? 20 per month. Or burgers or whatever, like just delicious. Burgers are, well, if you're doing the burger and hot dog plan, it's going to be like 30. Yeah, you two that for sure. Oh, man. You could, you could do either just burgers for 20, uh, 25. Mm, yeah. Hot dogs, 20. Combined thirty, I would say over the summer, yes, undoubtedly. Uh, right. During the year, it might be a little tougher. That'd be a cool business. It's not a bad idea. Where would you locate your business? On a cruise ship, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, it would be on a, it would be a floating restaurant. <laughs> How much would the chicken cutlets be? Oh, not. I'll tell you, wouldn't would, wouldn't exist on those cutlets. Lemon cream sauce. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Where would you put this? Because you wouldn't want to put it near Dogtown or Monroe. You'd want it to be in an, in an area that has like a lot of traffic. I mean... I don't know if it's a great question. It's an okay question about a very bizarre topic. <laughs> <laughs> so for this podcast, great. It's a great it's, yeah. yeah, as far as questions on this podcast goes, I think you put it in the South Wedge. By the stadium. Non-conventional area. What about by the stadium? Like downtown. Oh, yeah. So then on, on non-game days, you're getting some of the work traffic maybe that it's working downtown. Yeah. And on game days, you got people grabbing dogs to get in line for the well, baseball this game. This brings us back around to... Pizzeria, we've talked about with our friends. Caraglio's has the Slice a Day Club. Yeah, and it's what ten bucks a month? No, it's like thirty bucks a month. I think it's like twenty, maybe. It's right? It's not that expensive. No, but you just gotta go. You gotta get up and go there as yeah. often as you can. You gotta do it probably five or six times to pay for it. That's about what I would do. It's like the Movie Pass model, which totally yeah. worked. But then, <laughs> yeah, and then what which it we does bought is into immediately. It oh, just I, attempts I use to it. lock you into making somewhere your favorite restaurant place. Yeah. It's like, well, we have to go to Caraglio's. i got to get my slice. And, and then well. also... Like, get a sub for my family or whatever. Yeah, well, and it simultaneously like banks on the fact that you'll either eat so much there that you'll get sick of it, and so like you'll have your subscription or and Or forget about it. it. Right, yeah. Or, right, just like not use it consistently enough to get your value. It's the same thing. What's well, the exact opposite and exact same as a gym membership. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yes. <laughs> same, same function, or opposite function, same style of plan. Yeah. Food memberships, I like it. Was it was it you that told that story about somebody who lived across the street from Darien Lake and got the meal plan there? And somebody worked, told us this. Yeah. yeah, they worked from home, and so he would walk across the street, go into Darien Lake, and have his lunch and maybe his dinner too there, like every day for a year, and just never grocery shopped at all. <laughs> it's like that's brilliant and insane at the same time. Eventually, they they could they could no longer walk across the streets. <laughs> Didn't survive the year, but it's totally worth it. So my second catch up, real quick. This one's for Andy. Um, strawberry frosty. Have you had it? You yet? had it. I yeah, did. we talked about it. I think on the pod. I okay. loved it. I did not like it. No, no. But maybe if I had been to your party, I would have enjoyed it. I don't yeah, know. We, they actually were just handing them out. Wendy's mm-hmm. was there. I I got it, and I think it melted way too much by the time I ate it because I ate it after the meal. And it was just like a strawberry, like, it wasn't even like a milkshake. It was just like a drink Randy, of strawberry. That's a, first of all, rookie move. I know. If you know you're going to eat, you put it right in the freezer. I know. I thought about it after. I wasn't in the right mindset, though. But, um, yeah, I was wondering what, what you thought about I can't that. believe you're actually on this, a host of this podcast if you're just leaving your Frosties out. Yeah, uh, Frosty fans. Yeah, I know. You're oh, a big-time Wendy's, Wendy's guy. I, I don't think I told this part of the Strawberry Frosty, uh, my Strawberry Frostery, that when I grew up 
I used to go to the Buffalo Bisons games, which were a lot like the were same as the Red Wings, uh, AAA baseball. They used to have a food that they would walk around and sell like with the candy called a Fresh and Frosty. Did you ever have one of those around? No. Growing up in Buffalo? They were just little ice cream cups, basically. But they they were based, they were tasted a lot like frozen Frosties, the vanilla and mm. chocolate. But they had a strawberry flavor. And I'm sure the Frosty's been around forever. But it, you know how like a chocolate Frosty doesn't taste exactly like chocolate ice cream? It's a little blander almost. It's not as intense of a chocolate flavor. That's what the strawberry fresh and Frosty was like. Mm. It doesn't have like bits of real strawberry in it. It's just sort of a generic strawberry that's what the strawberry frosty tastes like and it hits me in like a nostalgia way that's one of the reasons i like it so much what i I did realize is wendy's is way more expensive than the last time i went it's like almost 15 bucks for all that stuff yeah to get a frosty alone is like a small is like 250 because i just bought the strawberry though recently yeah it's times are tough yeah Mm -hmm. inflation all right follow that catch up rob oh man okay so mine will be kind of weird as it always is Uh, so I, I think I brought this up that I'm into fermentation now. And so, uh, I've continued to make my own kombucha. It's going well. And I I also have been making my own sauerkraut and I'm happy to report. I made the greatest batch of sauerkraut I've ever made in my life. Noticing a real theme here. It's uh, chicken cutlet. What's your favorite type of ice cream, Rob, ever? Vanilla. Homemade? The homemade one. I do make a nice vanilla <laughs> ice cream. Uh, no, I, this uh, this last batch of kraut was amazing. It tasted it tasted almost like olives to me. Like I love olives. I don't know why. It's just this briny, delicious sauerkraut. We're not going to do an episode about your kombucha. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to Stop do trying to make it happen. I'm just going to hijack this one. Um, so that was one thing in the ketchup. Then the other thing in the ketchup was, I think, longtime listeners of the pod might have been... Uh, here when I talked about how I made my own uh, French like towels, like basically I, I <laughs> hijacked some hoeing, sewing machines from the uh, home ec room and at school where I work. Current and, hosts of the pod don't remember that. Oh yeah, so like a couple of years ago, I wanted to get like um, French linen towels because they're supposed to be like super strong, they last forever, they're super absorbent. And so I bought some fabric online and I basically just kind of hemmed it and, and just folded it over the sides and stitched it up. And those towels have held up really well. Like they're still crushing it. And so I kind of retaught myself how to use a sewing machine. And I went on a jog the other day. And at the end of the run, I'm, I'm past this, I'm passing this like um, garage sale and I see a sewing machine and I'm like, um, I got to buy this. It's 40 bucks. So I, I jogged home, quickly got in my car, drove drove back and bought it from this girl. Thank goodness it was still there. She's yeah. like, it works. I'm like, I trust you. I know where you live. <laughs> if it doesn't work, I'm coming back. But it worked. And I uh, I bought a pair of Zubas, which are, when I was a kid, if you're a Bills fan, you, you probably know what Zubas are. They're the, they're the, the Bills pants that are kind of almost like a... Like a tiger stripe. Yeah, like a tiger stripe camel. Not even camel. But yeah, more like a tiger stripe of Bill's colors. most people know what Zubaz is, actually. Let me yeah. just describe it some more. Uh, mm-hmm. Picture. So, yeah, I bought Zubaz. When I was a kid, I it was in my mind that Zubaz were expensive. Like, they seemed like... So, I always got, like, the knockoff fake Zubaz from, like, Tops, which is a grocery store in Buffalo. Well, I bought these on Amazon for, like... 18 bucks they were like really cheap but they're also like five inches too long for me so i was like oh, i need to hem these things so i hemmed the zubas hemmed five pairs of shorts i'm just rocking with the sewing machine so hey if anybody needs any help uh sewing stuff 
Let me know. He deals mostly in hems. Yes, I do straight lines. That's it. (laughs) One width, straight lines. That's all I got, but it it works. And the machine's really cool. So that's my catch-up. We're caught up. Boom, caught up. Let's talk some za. Let's talk za. Randy, you selected these restaurants. Do you want to talk about the, the two that you picked up? Yeah, so I picked up Cam's and Perry's. Cam's is right down the road from me. Um, and Perry's isn't that far either. So living in the city, you get all these places are pretty close. Uh, you want me to just go into Cam's first? Sure. All right. Cam's. So I usually go with a slice from Cam's. Um, they have a ton of different types of slices. When you walk in, tons of different types of toppings. Usually it's like a New York style pizza. It's got a thin crust. Pretty, pretty delicious. I usually love it. Oh, man. But today's didn't hold up as well. Now, again, we got every pizza was a large, half cheese, half pepperoni. This time, Andy and Rob decided to go cheese first rather than pepperoni. Um, Pat obviously followed the lead. Mm-hmm. So for me, Cam's, I said it had the least amount of sauce on it. The cheese was the whitest. It almost looked a little undercooked, or at least it was the least cooked, I thought, among the four. Um, it was a little soft and chewy. Uh, it definitely wasn't didn't hold up to what cams usually is for me so 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 i think what we were going to do is share little anecdotes about each of the like when you went to the restaurant and picked it up i'd say go with it yeah yeah share your anecdote and talk okay you just do it that so nothing of any (laughs) sort i have nothing to standard experience usually cams it's like it's the same guy he's a younger guy um sometimes it's his name is cam (laughs) (laughs) it's one of the or it's one of like the other girls that works there but they're the ones who if you ever go into a cams you see like posters or tvs and they have shots of like Mm -hmm. themselves eating the pizza or um, promoting t-shirts so this was a guy who's usually there super friendly guy Always very nice, and you know, just get in and out. Really, mm-hmm. nothing, yeah. Their machine, crazy. they're 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 sort of a big chain. They've got. I looked it up. They have six locations, and I feel I th- I thought maybe they had more, but I guess I don't know if I'm just wrong about that. But six locations is pretty decent. They're pretty spread out. You said about twenty bucks for a large half. And yeah, half. a little over twenty. Yep, half cheese and pepperoni. I felt the same as Randy at first glance, especially the slice of cheese I had was small. Not a lot of sauce, not a lot of cheese. I was a little disappointed in it. We did cut them in half, though. Yes. I, I just meant, like, even cut in half, it was still small. Like, it yeah. was tiny. Uh, but, that I mean, the size of it doesn't matter. I guess it was more like there wasn't a lot of toppings. Like, it, everything seemed a little skimpy, I guess, maybe would be a better term for it for me. Um, but then I had the Roni Slice, and they had some of the most distinct flavored pepperoni it stood mm-hmm. out more than the others to me and the roni slice bumped it up a little bit for me because it was good to start off with the cheese because you taste the sauce a little bit more in the in the in the cheese but i, I thought my roni slice had more cheese and the, the added pepperoni which was really good so i kind of rode a little roller coaster with cams I, I i thought it was my least favorite cheese slice but it was up there a little more improved on the pepperoni uh the only thing I think I wanted to say was that it was just a touch undercooked for my liking, I guess I would say. What do you think, Pat? Yeah. Um, so I'm very similar to Andy. I And in hearing you guys talk about the appearance of the Cam's cheese slice, I remember thinking, like, as I picked it up, like, oh, this 
looks like like a freezer pizza that you would just like throw in your oven and, and make um you know i thought the cheese slice was kind of bland the sauce even for me was like a little watery which right might be leading to the undercooked theory um but it i did rank that as my worst or, or just lowest scoring cheese slice however their pepperoni slice totally with andy again i thought they had the best tasting pepperoni um just overall everything worked together and that was my second favorite pepperoni slice it was so. funny when rob finished his cheese slices first and we were all teasing him about it because he was like hungry or whatever and he came in and he took a couple bites he goes guys the pepperoni changes everything and he, he, <laughs> and it was so right he was yeah he was spot on and my ultimate really decisions are made on the pepperoni slices because that's my go-to so it, it, it was good to do cheese but it changed everything, Rob, to enlighten us. So I think next time I'm going to start with pepperoni again. <laughs> because actually I liked how we did it last time where I started with pepperoni and then like basically like refined my decision with it the cheese. added clarity with the yeah. subtleness. Uh, because I think after the cheese round, I was really in my head and I really couldn't figure out where I was going. I don't have much to add about cams. I think you guys covered it well. I think the only thing I commented on was... A classic comment that I would and often make. I thought the dough could be a little saltier or better seasoned, but otherwise, yeah, I said it was. I said it tasted a little roniish, even for the cheese slice. I'm not exactly sure what I mean by that. Maybe there's like a certain spice to it that tastes almost like there's some sort of a pepperoni aura about it. I can see that. You do that happens a lot because I'm a big the cheese oil. guy. Is you'll get some of that pepperoni oil. Yeah. yeah, like migrates over there. Yeah, so I don't have much to add about cams as far as the. The pizza goes, but yeah, I think you guys are spot on. The great pepperoni migration. Yep. I will yeah, say, not one of these I thought was bad pizza. It's just if you're comparing them out, I would eat yeah. all of them at any point. For so. sure. Yep. I, I think that's probably going to happen every round because yeah. pizza, the floor of pizza is pretty high, I think. Uh, and yeah, we all just love pizza. Like pizza is delicious. And so they, it is, it's funny, like we said last episode, just... It, it sometimes is weird what order you eat them in. So it's good to mix it up too because the, mm -hmm. the sauces, one can taste this way. And then if you follow it up with the other, you might not like the first sauce. It's just weird when you compare them head to head like this. I think eventually we did all come to having a, a, a specific best one or, you know, top top slice. But I guess we should get into the, the second slice. What did you eat second, Randy? Um, I also picked up Perry's Pizza which has monster slices when you get them as a slice, but we did them as a pie again. Um, I thought the first bite had a vegetable taste. I couldn't quite place it. I don't think it was celery. Was it tomato? Know. Might have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, a fruit. Fresh garden technically. Tomato. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. It, it just it hit me with a vegetable taste. It wasn't bad. Um, a little confusing, I guess. Uh, the crust was thicker. I thought than most of the other crusts and it had more crust on the edge that you could grab it by. Um, I said the sauce was okay. It wasn't anything to write home about. Um, I thought this one honestly out of the four was probably my least favorite of the group. Yeah, um, for Perry's, I, I noticed that I, I liked the look of it because the cheese had the most like brown spots. I'm a, I'm a well done uh, cheese kind of guy. And so I thought that looked good. I thought the cheese tasted good on first bite. And I noticed it had sort of a well done on the, not well done, but a more cooked than the other pizzas on the top of those brown spots, which I liked. The bottom was cooked well, but the inside top layer of the dough was a little undercooked, which I like on a cookie 
I, I, I felt like I kind of liked it with the cheese slice from Perry's. And I was like, okay, it's just a little undercooked on the inside. But then when you added on pepperoni, because this one had by far the most pepperoni, it created another layer of like another like insulator, another blanket on top. And so the pepperoni slice was even more undercooked, probably too much on the inside for me. Um, and maybe it's a thing if it stays in there a minute longer or maybe it cooks longer at a higher temp or something, whatever. Could just be this pizza that we got. Again, still ate it, still enjoyed it. Um, their pepperoni was kind of curling up, but it didn't quite have the spice that a normal cup and char pepperoni has. But uh, I wouldn't say it was my least favorite, but I don't think it was my winner. But I will definitely go back. Those giant slices are like $4.50. That's pretty unbeatable. You can get two slices and feed a whole family. And, and the whole pizza today cost about a little over $20 also. Yeah, so Randy bought those first two. They were about the same, yep, right? pretty much the change. same, yeah. And I was just going to say Perry's has nine individually owned and operated locations. I looked that up. So this is one of the bigger chains in Rochester. Any other thoughts, Pat? Yeah, uh, so for their cheese slice, I actually wrote that I thought they had the best tasting cheese, like just the cheese. I thought it was very good. So they they had like also the most unique flavor I felt for the cheese like and not not in like a it was weird because it wasn't like a bad way but it was just way different than any of the other ones and I thought that it was good just different um, I did write those delicious well done spots on the cheese <laughs> it, it could have been <laughs> it, and it, it's a weird one for me especially looking at my rankings and for their cheese because I rated them my third favorite. But it's like a high three. Like the other, the one and the two for me were just really, really, really good. And like this one, I still thought was very good, but still I had to give it as my third. So if you put them in tiers, you'd have one and two together, then three, and then four. Yes, exactly. Uh, For the Roni though, I I, I brought this up and it could be what Rob was talking about earlier. When I put the, the Perry's Roni slice up to my face, I thought it just smelled funny and like not in a good way. And that just threw me for like the rest of tasting it. Because like every time I held it up, I, I, I held it up to my face like to go take a bite and I smelled it twice. And then I didn't really smell it after that, but it just, it was in my head and it just, it threw me a little bit. Um, I, I think <laughs> someone has said that about every pizza and I haven't said it yet. And I will say it about one of the remaining slices for real. And just cause I felt that way. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, I do agree with Andy. Like it, they're the, it seemed like they were trying to use like a cup and char pepperoni that just wasn't totally charred. Um, and so like once in a while you, I got a bite where like the, that cup and char hit and it was really good. But that didn't happen every bite. Um, and so I think it just, yeah, it was just like a little bit missed the mark. So their, their roni slice for me just wasn't totally hitting. And again, it could, I don't know if that was because I had this weird smell thing in my head or if it was, you know, sounds like it was that. It, it sounds more like it was that. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they, they were my least favorite roni slice. I, I don't have a ton to add. I, I do like the pepperoni. It's weird. It behaves like a cup and char in that it curls up. It, it again isn't charred a ton but when I think of like a buffalo style cup and char it's a it's a thicker cut of a pepperoni yeah. so it can hold up to like really high heat and get charred and not burn through but theirs is a lot thinner mm-hmm. so I think if they did take it further it would dry out almost like bacon that's been cooked too long and it would be like just a dry husk you know what it's like I was gonna say something just like that and your bacon analogy is really good because it does just get like crispy and crumbly and falls apart it's yeah. uh Caraglios has pepperoni like that. Yes. It's not the dark red spicy margarita pepperoni. Right. It's somehow the thin standard pepperoni, 
buttock cups and chars better than regular. And that doesn't lay flat. Maybe it's how they bake it. Maybe they bake it at yeah. a higher heat to yeah. cause it to do that. Which would make sense because we're saying the inside on this one was a little Maybe they cook. partially cook it first. Throw Rock it on a sheet tray. Bake. Yeah, curl it a little bit, then throw it on. And then finish it off with the rest of the We'll never know. Hey, that's what you come here for. Yeah. Stories from other podcasts and rampant food speculation. <laughs> uh, and the, the only thing I'd add was that, yeah, I, I thought I had the strongest sauce, which I, I thought had, you know, it, it has its own very unique flavor. Perry's is a place that, so this was actually supposed to be one of my pizzerias, but we went here instead of Pudgy's because it was closed and we swapped, swapped it out. And honestly, I, I don't really care, but this is a place I usually go. Um, for when we're at work, we'll just grab that one of the giant slices and it's a great deal. And it's a huge piece of pizza and they do usually have like three, four varieties to choose from. So you have some, some pretty good choices, but th- the biggest issue was that undercooked dough layer underneath the cheese on the pepperoni slice. That was a problem. Yeah. They have a lot of fun flavors on their menu too, that aren't yeah. always slices. Cause, cause they make those crazy giant slice pizzas for the slices and then uh but if you look at their menu they have all sorts of fun like buffalo chicken sweet and sour chicken all sorts of cool stuff they're awesome country sweet i had a taco one there recently that was so good it was really good all right should i talk about all-star pizza next yeah okay i've been saving this story i've been riding high about (laughs) all-star pizza all morning for no good reason really i called over there at noon to order the pizza because i was going to pick it up at one o'clock we're eating all these pizza at like 2 p.m. We're all going to fall asleep at like 6.30. Um, phone rang a bunch of times. The guy picked up and was he goes, hey, can I put you on hold? I go, yeah, no problem. Like I, I was just sitting upstairs in my house. No, no rush. It's Sunday. It's fine. So it was a long wait, probably like two full minutes, which is not that long, but it seems long. And he picks up. He's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. He's like, what can I get you? I go, well, you know, I'll get a pizza, blah, blah, blah. He goes, ah, oh, you seem like a really nice guy. Cause I was just like, Hey, no problem. Yeah. I'll wait, whatever. And um, cause it's not like dinner time or whatever. Yeah, I'm just right. doing this for our dumb podcast. And he goes, I'm going to give you three bucks off for your pizza. I was like, okay, great. I was like, you didn't have to do that. He goes, no man, you seem like a nice guy. You ordered a classic half cheese, half pepperoni. I was like, this guy, this guy's <laughs> he just best. loves a classic order. Yeah, he loves a classic order and a nice person. So when I went in, he was super nice. And I gave like a tip because they gave us, you know, whatever three bucks off so normal pizzas 20 and change just like the first two but we got it for 17 and change but then i tipped so it's back up to 20 (laughs) anyways uh loved i loved the customer experience and uh they were very nice when i walked in on the front window they have one of those decals that like you can see out of from the inside but it's all like painted over on the front it says home of the crustometer and it says the extra thin, regular, and thick crust, and I just thought that was hilarious. The crustometer, I didn't see it anywhere else. Like, can you website. choose the type of crust? <laughs> yeah, I just the crustometer. I wanted to take a picture of it so badly, but I'm like, but they could see me from the inside, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't stop. It just made me laugh. I love the term. So they have a crustometer. When I first looked at this pizza, it looked very thin. Uh, it had some sprinkled parm on it, which I like. Um, the sauce seems standard. They had like a thick amount of cheese for a thick, thin crust pizza. It reminded me a little bit of TK's, uh, which won last round. And I think, I think it might have been up there in my top two uh, all star pizza, but I can't tell how much of it was buoyed by how much I loved this guy being so <laughs> nice to me. But it totally worked. So good for him. 
Yeah. What do you uh, think, Pat? Well, Andy, I, I don't think you're wrong because I had this as my best, Ooh. two best slices for both. Wow. So, uh, cheese and pepperoni. I thought it was the the most seasoned, like in a good way, like just good flavor. Um, again, that, that little sprinkled Parmesan was a nice touch. It, it is also, though, very much my style of pizza where it's like a little bit of akin to like a New York slice, probably not quite as big, but that like thin crust. And um, yeah, so the, the, it was overall my favorite. Um, just great flavor all around, both in the pepperoni and um, the cheese. This one snuck up on me a little bit. I think initially I wrote uh, second place slash third place. And then over time, I think I might've changed what I thought about it. I'm going to reveal that a little bit later. But uh, this <laughs> this is a location. This is actually uh, uh, former controversial breakfast sandwich guest Johnny. Uh, this is his go-to pizza place. He lives nearby. He'll never listen to this podcast, but he he loves this place. And I just you know I don't have a lot to add. I said it was not super saucy, but I said it had really good cheese. Like I like the flavor of the cheese on on the slice and the pepperonis salad as well. Randy. I love the texture. Um, I said it was thin and a little greasy, which I love that little layer of grease. The sauce is not as sweet um, as one of the other slices I've had today, but it was still really good. Um, I said there, I thought there was something on the cheese, maybe Parmesan cheese. So I was correct, right, Andy? Parmesan cheese. I believe so. Um, yes. And there's almost no crust on this one. Like the cheese almost overflowed the edge of where you're supposed to hang on to the pizza, which I also love. Uh, it was a crunchy, thin slice. I went here years ago just, I don't even know, on a whim, and I was like, wow, this is a hidden gem uh, mm-hmm. in Penfield. So that's why I picked this one. I, w- I was going to add some. Th- I was wanted to say the same thing, that it goes right up to the edge. And yeah. Like that, that cheese slice I had from Cam's had like two inches of crust, mm-hmm. just because I think that part happened to get less stuff. I'm not holding it against it or anything, but... This, the whole way around the pizza went right up to the crust. And in my uh, journeys during COVID quarantine, I was on a quest to try and recreate Buffalo pizza. And one of the things I love about like Bocce's pizza and places like Imperial and Buffalo, it goes overflowing to the edge. And like on the the edge of the crust is actually covered in sauce usually. And that Mm. gets baked to be like extra sweet sauce because it like evaporates the liquid out of it or whatever. And I learned a new term, the cornicione or cornicione. I'm not sure. It's an Italian word, so I'm probably like cornicione. It's the it's the crust I think you're ring. Corleone. Corleone. <laughs> right. Yes, the family Corleone. and the pizza known for the pizza crust. It's a term that means like how much crust is exposed. That's okay. cornicione or cornicione. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. But like in buffalo pizza, there isn't one. And on this, it was about a half inch thick all the way around, and it crisped up like a cracker. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. gave, and because the middle was a little like floppy, like a New York slices, then you get that crunchy crust. It was a mm-hmm. perfect, kind of, you know, one two. Yeah, one two punch. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you remember uh, during COVID? So during COVID, initially, I was trying to patronize local restaurants, and I sent a picture to these to the to the text crew. Of a picture of a pizza that I ordered. I'm not going to say from where, but it, the cornicione was about four inches, and it was like a medium pie. It was and like the middle most, part was about three. Yeah, it was like mostly crust. And it's like what the heck happened here? It looked like it was in a cone. Yeah, going down. It was like so much crust. It was insane. 
Because that pizzeria may be in the contest. Uh, it might be coming up <laughs> next week. Hopefully they get their Cornicione game under control. I know we're saying yeah. that wrong. i got to look it up. You know what, Andy? I know we make fun of our own podcast a lot, but I just learned something new that I'm surprised I've never heard that word before. And I looked it up, and they said Americans often use the word crust for that edge, which they are incorrect in doing. Well, Rob holidays in Europe from time to time. I do. It should become a global podcast. Cornicion, I love it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, All-Star. I've been there a few more times. Um, It is sometimes when you call in, they're just sometimes so busy. It's hard to get a hold of somebody there uh, because they are pretty popular. But if you're nice... If you're nice, they reward you. Yep. Uh, their wings are so good there, also. Ooh. Like, surprisingly, like. 2024, wing, the wing. Wing, wing wagon, wars. W- yeah, wing wars. Yes. So. Get this guy a host. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, and I'll, I'll jump in for. I picked up the Mr. Shoes Pie, and I had a very minor story when I ordered it at like 11 oh, o'clock. Do they have a crustometer? They have this crustometer. Uh, no, when I ordered it at like 11 in the morning, the girl I talked to on the phone, she's like, she goes, have a great night. Oh, I, I mean, day. And I'm like, okay, okay, thanks. Yeah. And I go in there to pick up the pizza at like, you know, 1245. And I was there a couple minutes early. And, and the guy's like, he's like, it's going to be out exactly on time. He, like, they're like very, at least the way it sounded like he's like, yeah, we do this. Like, so it's perfectly coming out on time. A, a different guy brought me the pie. And he goes, have a great night. And I'm like, what is going on with these guys? They don't know what, what time of day it is. But it, it was a classic pizza place on the inside. I thought it was interesting. Each booth had its own like metal, almost like retro vintage looking fan. Because I guess they don't have AC in there. But it was it was kind of neat to see these like cool matching fans on each of the tables. Uh, it was there friendly. It was, oh, and the other big highlight of this place was that the pizza was fourteen thirty. It was the cheapest pie of almost, all of the pizzas. Ten dollars cheaper than the Pontillo's Basin pizza. Yeah, so that was something to definitely note. Uh, for me, I said it looked a little bit kind of like the Perry's pie in that it was thicker. I thought it had a lot of good color on the cheese. Uh, I liked it. I thought the dough was salted properly and had good flavor and was well seasoned. And that's about all I had for the my details of the pie. What do you think, Pat? So uh, just to preface with like a little uh, anecdote, I talked earlier about how Mr. Shoes would be like kind of our... Actually, I don't know if I talked about this on like while we were on here. I was talking with you guys. So when we would do like our family Friday night pizzas, Mr. Shoes was like our backup. Uh, and I would always dread when we would have to order from Mr. Shoes just because <laughs> I knew it would be like not great. So I was surprisingly sh- like I was shocked in a very pleasant way that this my cheese slice was so good it was my second favorite it had kind of similar to Rob what you're saying about their dough and crust it was my favorite dough um, you know seasoned well had that little salt um, I will say on the cheese slice there and again it could have just been the slice I got but like the back end of it so now we know this word the what was it the, the Corn- Coriolis Corni- Cornicione. Cornicione the Cornicione was a little uh, like there's just too much of it um, and again, that could have just been like my unique slice. I didn't really notice if you guys was similar to that. I haven't heard anyone. Well, I guess only Rob is gone, but he just talked about it. So, just <laughs> um, for their pepperoni, their pepperoni slice, it was it had I, the comment I wrote was it had the most unique flavor, and I didn't really put if that was good or bad. Uh, I'm trying to remember it. It was like it was just it was okay. I did note though that the the their pepperoni didn't seem to taste. 
as strong as some of the other ones. So it did get overpowered, I thought, by some of the other flavors going on. And in a, in a pepperoni slice, you really want to, you want that pepperoni, at least in my opinion, to hit kind of hard. So uh, that was a little downside for me. Uh, Mr. Shoes, I liked it. This legitimately was the one that I thought the sauce smelled and tasted different than all the others. I can't believe that happened to so many different slices to all <laughs> each of us. But this one to me, it tasted and smelled almost like it had onion or maybe it was just like heavier garlic or something. It just, it wasn't as sweet as the other three to mm-hmm. my to my palate. Uh, the sauce wasn't too heavy. It was a little bit thicker crust. And I actually thought that the edge, it wasn't like the all-star pizza, which was like crackery, break apart in your mouth. But this just, I thought it had a good crunch. So maybe my uh, cornicione was a little bit smaller and it was a per, per better ratio, I guess. So I, I kind of liked it. I Slice to slice, you get a little variance. But mm-hmm. taste-wise, this was just tough for me because the sauce stood out in a way that I didn't enjoy as much. I would 100% eat here again. It's an, It's a great value compared to every pizzeria we've had so far Uh, i don't think it's bad in any way it's just that sauce flavor profile is not my favorite randy this one was in my top two uh so it's between this and all-star i said the cheese was whiter bottom was a little chewy cornicione was about a half of inch sauce was good and again it was the most original sauce i thought it had a slight sweetness with like a taste of spices to it um Mm. i liked it what? What did I say this time? All right. <laughs> Nothing. I think he's probably laughing. It's just with sauces. We're, we're, well, we're all just saying like the opposite. <laughs> with a touch of spice. Yeah. Slice. Yeah. Andy's like, it's well, not sweet at all. And Randy's like, I like that it was sweet. <laughs> and a touch of spices. <laughs> and I'm like, well, every sauce I think has some spices. I guess I'm I sorry. can actually taste the spices on this one. <laughs> okay. It. This was the most, like I said, this sauce put this one. I liked it. Um, above the other sauces. I thought it had probably one of the better sauces. Uh, overall, yeah, it was a tough between shoes and All Star. I did look up; they have actual two dollar off coupon for large pizzas, so you could actually make it cheaper. Like so. Or just like an online God. coupon. You just well, maybe the they show. just gave that to me. That's my thing. You know, like possibly oh, just they just in. gave me just, the coupon. Uh, the so it said eleven ninety nine for a large pizza. I guess they didn't <laughs> um, cheese. So yeah, I don't know. Probably probably, probably two, couple bucks a time. Yeah, yeah. For, and then tax. Yeah. This place is steel we might have to create like categories like you know value of the of the competition because yeah. our awards at the end we yeah the recap yeah. episode so so like i said mr shoes is a place we used to go to sometimes as a kid um it's just one of those places i haven't heard anyone ever talk about it until really this podcast and since i was a kid i don't know anybody else that goes there i don't know any i've never seen an ad for it really anywhere do you have you ever met anyone else who used to be afraid of when it would get ordered for their family, family <laughs> well, pizza night or is that just uh, Pat? Yeah, well, Chris. So, Chris. So it, 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 uh, what is funny so though Chris. too is they they have a location near where my wife works, and so they'll order pizza, and you know usually they'll order from them because they're so close. And she said like the same thing. She was like, when I told her what we were the four places we were reviewing today, she was. She's like, oh god, Mr. Shoes. So she had, <laughs> oh my gosh, so I just ran up. But right, but it was up there for me. You know, found your soulmate yeah. though, because you also did. That not is like well, it. and though again though too, I had you know their cheese was awesome. So maybe that's it. She's just got to get. I felt the same way about slice. TK's last week. I didn't think it would win for me, but then once it's once it's right next to mm-hmm. something else, you're forced yeah. to make a choice. You end up choosing something you might not expect. My wife Christy told me a funny story. They had a teacher in like middle school whose name was Mr. Shoemaker or something. And everyone just called him Mr. Shoe. So when they have like 
would earn a reward, he would get Mr. Shoes pizza and it would say it on the box. And she's like, everyone thought it was the coolest thing in the world because <laughs> <laughs> they're like sixth graders or whatever. Like, this is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, so let's we, go around the rank. Things? Yeah. All right. I'll go first because I'll take notes on this. Uh, so let's go in order from, let's start with the one you like the most and we'll end with the one that just didn't quite make it for you sure because we we all pretty much agree pizza's good these pizzas were good yep but you just got it you got to figure out a way to rank them so for me i said all-star was my best uh and i think it was because the kind of thicker cheese thinner crust i like the ratio and it was cooked properly and i just think that the coverage was like wall to wall even for every bite and i, I thought it tasted good so all-star for me then Cam's was rescued by their distinct pepperoni. That's my number two. Perry's third and Shoe's fourth just because that sauce was not my favorite. Not not to my, my main liking. Rob, how about you? Rank them. So my favorite was also All-Star, which I initially, after the cheese round, put in, th- I put like second slash third. And I was like, okay, it's it's good. But it wasn't until I had the pepperoni that I liked it. And so I know you guys talked about how you like Mr. Shoes's sauce, or it was distinctive. For me, it was my least favorite sauce, but I liked everything else about it. So for me, it was All-Star was first place, and then I had Mr. Shoes as my second place, just because that sauce, but it's such a value. It, it was a close second. Um, then I had cams initially as fourth but the more i think about that undercooked dough that perry's had it, i think i put cams at third and then perry's in fourth let's go to randy we'll finish with our guest pad at the end okay all star first shoes second they were close they're definitely like last week or last episode i felt like they were all pretty similar yeah but i could say shoes and all-star are pretty distinct i just love all-star like you said andy it's similar to tk's that's my favorite type of pizza um you know i've i've loved it i was hoping cams actually i thought cams might win for me and that one was third actually today for me and then perry's just didn't do it for me today but again any of them any of them i would eat Cams, oh, I will absolutely. say, when I do usually go to Cams, I'll always get some type of toppings on it. So that might be the key is they do a great banana pepper. Well, and I think right now we're seeing in the first three rankings, the chains are a little lower versus the other, which probably makes sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, when you want, you go to Cams, you can get one of 15 different flavors yeah. at lunchtime and they're just cranking it out. Mm-hmm. They're a machine. They got lots of locations. There's yep. a lot of positives on that side yeah. of the chain thing too. Mm-hmm. Pat? Yeah, so my winner was easy because it was my favorite slice across for both cheese and pepperoni. That was All Star. Um, number two for me was actually came out to be Mr. Shoes. Ooh. Which, which, again, given my given my pizza story was is wild, but they had my second favorite cheese slice and my third favorite pepperoni. Um, coming in third place for me was Cam's. Uh, again, just their their cheese slice didn't hit the mark for me. I had that was my least favorite cheese slice, but they had my second favorite pepperoni uh, slice. So that. That helped them. And then Perry's, which is surprising because I know a lot of people that I talk to really like Perry's. And I think I just got in my head that I also like Perry's, but apparently I don't because it was three, four for me. Third, my third favorite cheese slice and my least favorite pepperoni. So. so this is funny. Last week, I was expecting a lot of variance between last episode about the Fairport places. And we all chose the same number one TKs. We all chose the same number two, which was the Pontillos in the Basin. And then we shifted just a little bit on the last two. 
Basically, the same thing happened again. You three all had the exact same scores, and I just was not into Mr. Shoes, so that was mm -hmm. my... And then it just shifted everything over one. So All-Star unanimous winner will be going against TKs and whatever wins in Rob's bracket. Do you, Rob, can you look up uh, what your bracket is just from that? Uh, or do you remember I think it? I have met by, uh, okay. by memory. Uh, Nino's, which is Ooh. one of my neighborhood places. Uh, Peels on Wheels. I'm going to have Pudgies, which is sliding in um, from Randy's bracket. And then the fourth one, I can't remember actually uh -oh. so i should well, look it up i'll look it up in a second uh but yeah so that the three winners of our personal brackets will face off in a semi-final matchup uh but yeah i'm shocked that there was such agreeance agreeance agreement, agreement yeah. between all our votes but it's pretty cool because it probably means that really is the best so, oh carbones sorry carbones yeah Ooh. so you have you have a little more variance, I think, in your in your pizzas because Peels on Wheels will be a thinner. Carbones yep. is yep. almost buffalo-ish. Yep. Not quite as sweet a sauce from my experience, but still similar style. Virtually no cornicione. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the Ninos, more yeah. of like an old school Italian yep. kind of pizza. Ninos will be interesting because they also specialize in like a white pizza. So like in just ranking their kind of cheese and pepperoni, that'll be... I'm curious to see how that plays out. And then Pudgy's... I have no idea. I think I've only ever had wings yeah. from there. Pudgies is one of those places where you hear the name and I just like start salivating because <laughs> it sounds like Pudgies such a good place. Pudgies used to be but... like a huge chain, but yeah. this one's no longer affiliated with the chain from what I gather, but it still has the same signage like and a, yeah, bright orange yeah. logo yeah. and weird font. Again, being from Rochester, it's a classic Rochester yes. pizza place yes. that I've only been to a few times. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of these places are just kind of being out-hustled by the... Uh, the new chains, the yeah. Salvatores, the cams of the world and stuff that are just like, and Perry's is still expanding. They just put a new one in by me. They bought out the old Guidas in Penfield. But uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's it for round two. Do we want to do a flavor town? Yeah, let's do a quick flavor sure. town. And then we'll do peeves and plugs. You want to do that first? Uh, I say let's do flavor town and wrap with peeves and plugs. Rob, fan for a minute. So Rob's whisper of like trying to behind the scenes was very clear in my headphones right there. <laughs> yeah, let's do a flavor town. Yeah. Okay. You want to do Wait, which, which flavor town are we going to do? I don't let's know. Let's do Andy. I think we're going to do Andy's. All right, yeah, we'll do Andy's flavor town. <laughs> do we have to close our eyes, Andy? Okay, yeah. I'm going to okay. have you guys okay. close your eyes right. and eyes. I'm going to pass these out and you're going to they are you're going to know exactly what the type of snack food is. I'm going to put them on the paper towel in front of you. you can hear traditional snack food bag yes you'll know the chips. type of snack food it is like you're gonna know it's a pretzel or a dorito or a whatever but then you got to guess what flavor it is i was at the dollar store oh, home of the crazy flavors so oh. here i come I, I do love a crazy flavor so this is gonna be fun all right pat you got three four so i just there. recently okay. fully understood that there's like a vast difference between like the dollar tree and the family dollar Oh, Family Dollar is like a big store. Like. How much should I What's the one next to Aldi's? Is that Family Dollar? As much as you can. Next to Aldi's? Which Aldi's? On, on Winton. Uh, I didn't know there was any of them. There's a Family Dollar there because they have an amazing candy selection. Because the, what's the one that's next to 
11 on okay now it's just a conversation no i <laughs> this is i just shoved oh. randy's hand his eyes are closed so i shoved his hand down on the snack and he's like what are you doing okay you know, rob, i do right know what hand next to your box yep i saw it before yep a little further there you go got it okay yeah, I guess we try and oh. crunch as much. Okay, I, mean, I think it's Dollar Tree. cheese doodles. Yep, there's, mm-hmm. there's some mm-hmm. some brand of cheese puff or cheese doodle. I tasted some type of pizza spice, I think. What yeah. flavor? Are we, are we can, supposed to guess? You can yeah. guess whatever you want. Is it yeah. like a Parmesan cheese? It is not Parmesan cheese. Okay. Is it beef brisket? I'm just kidding. Kind of just tastes like they cheese taste doodle. exactly like cheese doodles. <laughs> can we look at them? Yeah, you can look at oh. them. Pizza flavored? They are not pizza flavored. No. Mac and cheese? Ooh, that's a good guess. You get a better flavor if you just lick it. (laughs) I just licked it. You get pure flavor. You don't get that corn part. Is it like a taco? Yeah. That's what I'm getting. No, it's not taco. Um, Oh, are we in the chili? Chili cheese. No. Fries. Ooh. Man, we are. Well, it's got a little bit of a kick. This is how they all go, Pat. I just, I just sucked that one and spit it out. It's so bad he's trying to get this flavor back. Oh, I'm going some type of jalapeno pepper, maybe. You're you're getting a little closer, I think, with like. It's definitely a pepper flavor. Yeah, but there's no heat. No. Jalapeno poppers. It's two flavors that you've probably seen. Wegmans makes a potato chip of these two flavors. Oh, cheddar and sour cream. Close sour cream and onion. No, that's not closer. I guess maybe jalapeno is the closest so far because it's supposed to be something that's spicy. Hmm. It goes pairs well with pizza. Wings, like buffalo wings and blue cheese. What? What? Not even close. They just taste like cheese cheese ones, which is probably why they're at the dollar store. That people these don't taste like. Oh my god. They taste Never would have gotten that. I just I feel like all licking of our three of them. I'm not going to even eat them. Buffalo blue cheese flavored buffalo cheese curls. Blue cheese. Hers. It's hers flavor. Come on. <laughs> Actually, hers is. That's a, a pretty uh, legit. Cobweb on it because I hit him in the corner. Oh, yeah. Okay. My house is full of spiders. That was Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Loved it. It's always kind of fun. Nice little treat. It's been a great app. Uh, let's. Uh, I, I think it's been some. We've had some great za for a second week in a row. I think Andy kind of said this, but. Any of these places would I'd be willing to go back to because you really it's hard to mess up pizza, and we pick places that we like. So all four of these places were awesome, even if they weren't all four winners. Uh, Pat, you're our guest. Do you have any peeves and plugs? Uh, I did an earlier plug uh, for my own Twitch stream. <laughs> yep, we heard out. that. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any peeves. Um, you know what? Not not really though. Things are good right now, man. I'm just just been chilling and, and relaxing. So I guess I'll plug relaxation. Just everybody do what you can to just kind of chill. It's nice. I like it. Now that I know, do you know what it is if you just lick them a little bit? <laughs> it do taste like you can taste the hot sauce a little. And he's just over in the corner licking some cobwebs off a cheese puff. The trick is more I'm cobwebs. Gonna, we'll probably eat the bag at my house. I mean, they're not horrible. <laughs> Finish it. Just tastes like the cheese puffs. Andy Peeves, plugs, what do you got? People who keep leaning away from their mic. That's me, Rob's peeve. <laughs> yep. He's just spent the whole episode pointing at his mic for me. Uh, grandparents rock. They helped us out with babysitting. I've got my mom's helping us out with some of that. Uh, the One of the things that I, I – did we even mention it? That we went to the volleyball we tournament? Didn't, we, ooh, didn't. we did not. So 
There's a place that I heard about, uh, a little pop-up shop called The Crematorium, and I've been following them on our Talking Trash Instagram, and we went, I found out they were going to be at a volleyball tournament, which is a, a, a fun hobby that all four of us have done or participated in the past. And yesterday was like the most beautiful day. My wife said, she said, I'm calling it. Today is the best weather day of the entire year. It was like 75, breezy, sunny. My family met Pat and his kids out Mm -hmm. at um, Ellison Park on this beautiful day. And everyone is there in athletic outfits playing volleyball. And we show up with our families in like street clothes just to eat ice cream sandwiches (laughs) made by this place, the crematorium. But... I just thought it sounded great. They make homemade cookies and homemade ice cream, and they just sell them. Like I think they make them fresh and freeze them right away and sell them quick. They were they were so good. They had five flavors. They were all good. Check them out. the The crematorium. Look them up on Instagram. We tasted all the flavors. My favorite was the snickerdoodle cookie with cinnamon bun ice cream. What was your was, favorite, Pat? Wow. That, that was my... I did not get that. My son got that, but that was my favorite. You were mad. <laughs> your, your kids got your two top yes. two choices. Yes. You were mad about it. It was great. And, and then the one I ended up choosing for myself was like my least favorite thing because it had peanut butter cookies. My family, have four, we have four people. We bought four flavors. We tried them all. And then... There was five flavors for sale. So when Pat showed up, I went back and bought the, the fifth, the traditional chocolate chip yeah. with vanilla ice cream. Which was very good. They were so good. I would highly recommend going to visit this uh, this group of people. We shouted them out on Instagram. They put us in their story. They're, uh, they're, they're up and coming. It was great. And the other thing I want to plug is your local rec center. Last week, I made four visits in three days. My kids take in it. A sport, my kids are taking a sports class for little kids, and it's awesome. It's perfectly at their level. They have fun. They take uh, swimming lessons with like a teenage lifeguard instructor who just has two kids at a time. They have so much fun. The next day, no, that night, I went and played basketball for the 30 and over men's league. It's so much fun. Very competitive. Good basketball. And then the next day, I took my students on a field trip to go swimming. So just check out your local rec center. During the day when we're there for little future athletes class, there's some guy up there making lunches and dinners for seniors, and uh, there's there's like summer camp classes and a pool club. It's great. So check out your local rec center. And in this conversation, I actually did think of a peeve because uh, we were talking about how good the the cookies are. Is it rec centers? No, it's not rec. <laughs> I, I also enjoy rec centers, but my peeve is appropriately baked cookies. Come on, everybody, we gotta undercook it. Keep it a little undercooked. Keep it a little gooey. It's the best way to have a cookie. Do not appropriately cook. Take the them out when they're a little puffy in the middle, exactly. and then it settles down. You exactly. get those little ridges on the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Randy doesn't want to That's like when they're playing voice. you off during <laughs> yeah. the Emmy speech. <laughs> that scared the heck out of me. Oh my god! He's like, "Yeah, we're Sounds done. Like this episode's we're over. Time. Over on time. Wrap it up. Oh." Randy, quick, peeves, plugs. No, it's fine. I can edit that so they don't hear that. Um, <laughs> so do you want to do like a quick restart? <laughs> no, no, it's maybe fine. Maybe just leave it in with the music. It's I thought it was funny. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, so it, actually what you brought up brought up a peeve for me. So I have two peeves and a plug now. <laughs> so my peeve is that is Wegmans getting rid of those cookies in the sub mm-hmm. shop, which I think we've talked about in the pod before. Yeah. We've certainly talked about it in person. Now you can get a two-pack of the ultimate chocolate chip yep. cookies, but it's probably not the same size or weight as one, maybe, because they're 
decent size. Those, they those are... giant sub cookies were only a buck fifty. Yeah. It was such a good deal. Now they're like two and a half bucks for the, two, right? The two pack is a is a little smaller, but it's the same like style. So they are still a little. They're nice and doughy and gooey and whatnot. It's not exact. It's not as craggy though. It's no, a. It's, you're right. It's not it's, as craggy. There was the sub shop cookie, and these are the ultimate chocolate chip right. yeah, cookie, which. They're in, good. In its truest state is probably a better cookie, but I liked that other cookie. It was like mm-hmm. crumblier and, yeah, craggier and crunchy on the edge. The ultimate chocolate chip cookie is very uniform throughout. Yep. The, the sub shop cookie was a, is a lot like the Panera chocolate chip cookies, which are right. They're like nice. They have that nice crisp. Grain, grainy. Yeah. Yes. Crisp on the outside. It's like an oatmeal, soft but not oatmeal. It, you could still get that same cookie at Tabella's, I believe. Because Debella's subs yeah. are basically Wegman subs. Yep. Uh, I so that was not my official peeve as a half peeve. My official peeve was the Adventure Ridge camping chair that I bought at Aldi's. Brought to Andy's uh, party was Rob took a little roundly bit. mocked for sitting in this chair because it kind of hunches your shoulders in and like pinches your elbows to your side and you look like you're like in an egg almost. You look and, like you're not even in a chair. You yeah. so small you can't even see it. And it looked like it was sized for one of my children. It was okay. So it's I was ignoring all this mockery until I sat down on it and one of the poles went right through the fabric that was holding it up and I fell on my butt. So I was pretty Annoyed. Peeved? I was peeved. It was. It looked like an $18 chair, so it wasn't expensive, but I brought it back to Aldi's. I threw away the receipt, and she just gave me like credit for what the chair was worth. She's like, oh, you know, if it's still selling for the same price, we'll just give you that back on a gift card. They did. I go to Aldi's every week, so I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. But my plug is an Adventure Ridge camping hammock, same brand, <laughs> but I set it up the other day between those two trees in my backyard, wondering if I was going to find myself on the ground and trying to get another gift card from Aldi's, but <laughs> I took it easy on there. I didn't like plop down, and it was really comfy and kind of awesome. It was like 14 nice. bucks. It was pretty cheap. Um, so yeah, and both my peeve and my plug were around Adventure Ridge products. Found it all these, although they're probably all sold out by now because I went back a couple days after I bought it and everything was gone. So apparently people like that stuff, I guess. I do feel like at 14... They pulled them off the shelves, actually. (laughs) Too many injuries. I feel like at $14 for a hammock, you're going to be coming through that thing pretty soon. Maybe maybe not yet, (laughs) but but in in Uh, another time or two, it may be coming down. One last thing. I did find myself going onto an Aldi's reviewer website and leaving comments about the chair. (laughs) I left an anonymous comment where I'm like, do not buy this chair. I fell through it on the first use. And also the zipper that holds the chair broke immediately i unzipped it the zipper just broke right off the bat so i probably should have known something was up okay i I have a chair story that i actually think is worth telling okay okay so i'm a big dude i'm like a picture like a football lineman that's like my size and height i'm a big guy and i have three older brothers they're all very tall very big you guys have met my family We're, we're big dudes probably 10 years ago maybe 15 my dad also a big dude, randomly showed up at whatever family get-together we're at, and he had four chairs for me and my brothers. all Just standard-looking folding chairs, but they're just these blue chairs. and But they're like XL chairs, which I never really bought. Probably should, because I'm like over... The weight limits are not high, super high on those normal folding chairs. 
And so it has been a running joke between me and my brothers forever about these chairs. Well, what I just realized was it has been 15 to, to 12 years and they have not, none of them broke. We all still have them. So it really was like an incredible gift. And my yeah. dad's like, oh, yeah. I bought these at the, you know, whatever the, the tiny, like, uh, what is it? Dash's Market by his house mm, in yeah. Buffalo, New York. Yep. And he bought them for all of us. And mine finally broke. And it's, oh. it really probably was like 12 to 15 years old. I can't believe how long it lasted. So I'm like, I, I have to get another XL chair. I, ha- I just have to get the big one. It was so worth it. I hear that Adventure Ridge at Aldi's has <laughs> one of those. Yeah, check it $22. They don't have their own website. No. That's how weird of a company it is. They just sell exclusively at Aldi. Yep. I'll look into it. Randy, any peeves or plugs? Do I have to stick with chairs or can I go off you chairs? Can, I mean, try to at least do one chair before you move on. Chair adjacent? Peeves. I do not enjoy sitting in Adirondack chairs. Ooh, interesting. Okay. That's a hot take. That is a really hot take. I love Adirondack chairs. Plug The Food That Built America. It is a television series on the History Channel. It's phenomenal. Just started okay. getting into it. It came out in 2019. They do like dramatized versions of how certain companies came about with their food. The last one we saw was on breakfasts. So it talked about how CW Post battled the Kellogg's brothers and how they came up with essentially the breakfast cereal industry. But it also Mm -hmm. included like Heinz ketchup, how that came about and Coca-Cola and it weaved it all together. And so you have like historians, like talking heads talking about what happened. But you also have actors, you know, probably... C or D list actors for sure. You can tell, but them acting it out and then a narrator going over it. It's fascinating. That's like, probably the, so cool. the best plug we've ever had. Yeah. That's like a real plug. So nice. <laughs> All right. It's like the fifth Hemsworth brother stirring a pot of ketchup. Yeah. I've been to the Heinz history museum and it's like mostly based about ketchup. It's awesome. That, Cause Heinz is like a huge Pittsburgh family. Yeah. And they have their whole like museum. It's all about all their products and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, just, just little little tidbits that just blow your mind how things just kind of came about. So I always think about ketchup as the greatest invention of all time, not because it's helpful, but as an inventor, you're just like, yeah, I made this, and we're never changing it, and everybody loves it. People will buy it forever. Like you just <laughs> make money and never have to change anything. It's, it's so incredible. crazy how long it's been around for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Cool. Right. Yep. I think that's uh, that's a great way to... Rob, you still have a few Buffalo Blue Cheese Crunchers over there. Are those already licked? I, th- I think I licked all of the <laughs> surface dust off of them. I'm just going to throw them away. But uh, so, Pat, thank you again for being a guest and our first pizza guest so far. And uh, we will all check out your Twitch stream. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll be, I'm sure I'll be back soon, but, you know, love to be on anytime. Awesome. Well, Sounds good. keep on... Wait, what? <laughs> Keep, Keep talking, uh, eating, and, and talking, drinking. And drinking. Trash. Ooh. And licking. Lick, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>